0: Hey everyone, welcome back to the Ultra Crew Hub podcast. On this episode, we have the honor of sitting down with Harmony Bowman and Ryan Thrower, two of the most notable names in the trail running space. As we dive into this episode, we discuss the Hard Rock 100, what it was like from their perspective while crewing Harmony's husband, Dylan Bowman. Harmony is not only the wife of Dylan Bowman, but she also plays a major role working behind the scenes on the business they are building called Free Trail. Free Trail is a company dedicated to the life changing sport of trail running, focusing on media, training, and events. On the flip side, Ryan is the content creative mind with Free Trail and brings all the visions to life across multiple platforms while running many ultras himself. This duo, along with Dylan, have made monstrous leaps into building a brand that we've all come to love, known as Free Trail. Now let's get into Hard Rock.
1: My name is Harmony Bowman. Dylan Bowman is my husband, and yeah, I'm excited to chat crewing Hard Rock. I've crewed a lot of races, and Hard Rock in 2021 was probably my favorite ever crewing experience, and Hard Rock in 2023 was probably my least favorite <laughs> crewing experience ever. So, in fact, I I loved it in 2021, and I hated it this year, so it'll be really fun to chat about the differences and... Yeah. I currently live in the Bay Area, but I've lived in Colorado in the past and spent some time down in that area. So excited. to
0: Awesome. Yeah. Well, 2021 and 2023, we're definitely, I mean, Dylan, fastest American on the course in 2021. And then uh...
2: many heart attacks along the way in 2023. For you. implosion <laughs> and the <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Wait, and Harmony, what do you do with free trail?
1: yeah, I, I run our operations, so all of the things that people don't think exist in a business to make it run Bye. basically. So anything from the super mundane shipping of merch to managing our partnerships and pitching sponsorship and running our finances and working with our accountant and lawyer and all the that whole stuff jobs itself right there. Meeting new community members, which is probably the most fun part. But yeah, all the things that don't involve recording or producing—you're the hardworking
2: elf behind the scenes, D- <laughs> <laughs> a little elf. Exactly. A little <laughs> Dylan's Dylan is front row doing all the other stuff, and then you're—I get it—you're in behind the scenes making it all function. Hats off, Ryan. Go ahead. Thank you. Um.
3: Yeah. Hi, I'm Ryan Thrower. I'm also part of Free Trail with Harmony. Dylan Bowman is not my husband, although sometimes it feels like it.
1: <laughs> I was gonna say <laughs> sometimes it feels.
3: Um, I do for Free Trail. I do all audio, vo, uh, video, photo, and then some. Also behind the scenes, but probably not as behind the scenes as Harmony. Um, it is interesting being part of like a three four if you include Travis person startup where we all do like five different full-time jobs mm-hmm. as our own job. Um, so like all the things, harmony listed, those are like, yeah, that, that's like normally what, like four or five people on a team. That's just harmony.
1: So- and those are like one tenth of the things that we all do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Forgetting everything.
3: So Um, yeah. yeah. So I'm kind of the same ballpark, just a little bit more on the creative side, less on the operation side. And, yeah. um, I, I crewed hard rock the last three years I paced in 2022 and, um, yeah, I've spent, I spent like a, you know, a week or two each year out there kind of running on the course and doing some of the fun stuff. That's not on the course. Cause there's some really cool stuff. That's not on the course too. Um, I've also been to a lot of races, um, a little bit different from harmony. I'm not usually crewing anymore these days. I'm usually off on my own kind of finding a spot to take photos or film or something for sure but um some ways similar some ways different it is a lot of hurry up and wait
2: and how how did you meet dylan ryan
3: actually i met dylan and harmony at the same time it was like valentine's day or the day before <laughs> valentine
1: i mean, love that i literally think it was valentine i
3: think it maybe it was valentine's day there was um ethan new 2020 Yeah, have 2020 right before okay right before it happened right before it all went down um Ethan Newberry had an event with Ellie Greenwood and Gary Robbins and Dylan Bowman, um, kind of like a live talk, and I was working with Ethan at the time, and I was just kind of there helping out take photos, and then afterwards we went across the street to a brewery, and Harmony and and Dylan and I kind of bonded over our love for Marin and IPAs, <laughs> and just, I don't know, we just really hit it off, really good conversation And then it was like the next day you guys drove, drove home or something. And I, I went my own way and I got a phone call. It was just like, Hey, do you think you could produce my podcast? And I was like, I have no idea how to do it, but yes, I'll
2: figure it out. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Literally our entire drive from Seattle to Portland. We were like, that guy is so cool. We need to be best (laughs) friends with him. And we were like talking about how he could produce the podcast and Dylan's like, well, I really don't want to step on Ethan Newberry's toes. And we're like, okay, text Ethan, if it would be okay if you ask him. And I think like the second he heard back, like, yeah, of course he was like, okay, I'm calling or texting Ryan and ask. Kind of fills the time on your
3: journey. Yeah, home. I actually, I, I vividly remember. I think the next day I, I was in Indianapolis visiting um, family and I remember getting a phone call, like at the airport and I was like, Oh sweet. Dylan's calling me. What's up? Oh yeah. I'll produce. And I was like, started sweating. Cause I was like, I don't know how to produce a podcast. What did I do? Right to YouTube? And like fast. Yeah. Fast forward. Now I produce like 10 podcasts. So it's, yeah. anyways, and that it's been, yeah, it was, it was quick. Cause we, we spent the, the entire pandemic together. I slept in the, your guest room harmony, which was basically my room. Was called Ryan's room. <laughs> yeah, and uh, if we quickly, quickly became family. I think like kind of skipped the friend phase and went straight to like no, a like family.
1: Yeah, it was honestly good timing with the pandemic because yeah. we just were like a shared pod. It's, yeah, so awesome. such a good
0: story.
2: <laughs> I love that. I didn't know that.
0: Well, I'm appreciative of free trail um, with with ultra crew Hub. In retrospect, I talked to Dylan about a almost a year ago and kind of pitched the idea to him just to get, because I, I, I really value his his nature in the business and his expertise with, with everything that he's been doing and stuff. And I wanted to run this idea by him, and he thought it was a good idea. So a month later, we we released Ultra Crew Hub, and yeah, here we are today. So I was in your boat, Ryan, like, I want to do a podcast, but I don't know what I'm doing. So I best buy a couple microphones and YouTubed a bunch of videos, and here we are. So it's fun.
1: Well, it's an awesome idea, and yeah, it's really cool. So,
0: Thank yeah, you. we uh definitely love the free trail community for sure. I love uh seeing Ryan and and Dylan last year the morning of walking your boy Rhodes down the street, pushing the stroller. That was uh <laughs> that was pretty epic. So. Yeah, it's a great community and we're just really appreciative of everything you guys are putting out there and putting together. And yeah, it's pretty awesome. So, all right. Thank you. Well, let's jump right into all things hard rock, starting with uh with this uh counterclockwise position. Um, Harmony, if you want to kind of talk about maybe where you guys stayed, um, how did that look in getting into? Silverton in the area Um, and, and, and those kind of things, hard to find a place, easy to find a place, hotels, stuff like that. So.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's not easy to find a place to stay in Silverton. Um, In fact, in 2021, we had wanted to go stay there for, I think like six weeks. So Dylan could train and get ready. And we just really couldn't, Find a place. We ended up staying in Mammoth, which was a better option that year, anyways, because Mm -hmm. of snow. Um, So, yeah, ended up training in Mammoth. And then I can't remember. I feel I've had good luck with Airbnbs, and we basically got like the best Airbnb. Don't you think, Brian, in 2021, that place was sweet? And then in 2020 two we had communicated with the host and said you know or like when we left in 2021 we're like okay we want to book again for next year this is awesome it's someone's house um and they were like okay great and then we sent them a note that spring saying you know like we're not gonna be able to make it we're having a baby you can release the airbnb but we're in for 2023 and then in like Last winter, he sent me a note and was like, oh, my God, I feel so badly. I totally forgot. And we rented the place for next year. But my friend has a house that he can let you stay in when they're out of town for the summer. So basically, we just stayed in some local's house uh, for a couple okay. of weeks before, which was really nice. And We obviously paid them for it, but it was kind of like a friend of a friend situation. And that was oh, yeah. so. It's not not super easy to find, okay.
2: okay. and that's just okay?
1: <laughs> yeah, that that was in Silverton, like right okay. in town, which was awesome. And it's it's I guess harder for us because we always have our dogs with us, and want, you know, want Ryan to stay with us. So it's just yeah, it gets a little difficult.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So if you're planning to
2: race Hard Rock, as soon as you get in, you basically start yeah, awesome. looking for housing. Yeah, there's not like holiday issues yeah. and like. Myriads all over the place. There's really limited everything exactly. unless you book yourself to like Telluride or back in Montrose or something. Right. Or even,
0: here, right? or even, even Durango. Yeah. I mean, I've been there right. in 2022 yeah. and 2023. 2022, I came out just to spectate the event. And I ended up getting a, a camping spot up in Eureka campground. And it's 25 bucks a night. Um, It's about 20 minutes outside of Silverton. But there's no there's no service up there. They do have Wi-Fi, um, but you have to be right next to their little shack to get yeah. it. Other than that, there is zero service. So,
1: Well, I, I guess I should say, like, those camping spots, there's some sweet places to camp. And if you're not racing or don't have, like, 10 dogs and a baby, I think that's sure. probably the way to go.
2: <laughs> and awesome. If but if you're, you're, yeah. Yeah, still in, you're running like, water isn't, like, separate bedrooms running. and... Yeah. Yeah. Plan ahead. Yeah. But, okay.
0: So tell us a little bit about Silverton and your guys' experience there. Did you guys, I mean, any any fun things to do from your perspective?
2: Yeah, like worth mentioning. Like places to eat, you yep. know, groceries, stuff like that. I mean, I think if you've been there, you kind of know. But, you know, there's always like one place that sticks out a little brighter than others for other people. So, I'm
1: trying to find Ryan the name of that um, hotel with the bar in the lobby. The Wyman.
3: Is it? it Yeah.
1: The Wyman. You're right. Yep. That place is awesome and highly recommend it for a post race beer. The Wyman? So fun. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I stayed there. yeah, this year Ryan, because he only came for a couple days and ended up staying there, which it's a really cool hotel too, right?
3: Yeah, yeah, it was cool. I, they have both hostel style room, which, um, you know, my mid thirties, I don't really want to stay in a hostel, but it was like the it was like the nicest hostel of all time, and you, it's very private. Even a room that was like, I don't know, if there was ten or twelve people in the room, it felt like my own room. The way they partition off with okay, nice. and everything, um. It was it was really nice. And then yeah, the front of the hotel is a is a like cocktail bar. So every night there was like stuff going on. It was it was really cool. And then we went there after the race, right? Harmony?
1: Yeah. And like really good, yeah, beer options, wine options, either food. So cute too. Mm, no, that was
3: I think you can bring your own food though, right?
2: We we brought we like brought our own pizza. <laughs> be my OP. <laughs> yeah, it seemed they seem to be pretty laid back in that town. You know, if you can make it happen if you want to do it, fine. Yeah,
1: they, go for
2: it
1: yeah and then I would highly recommend coffee bar excuse me coffee bear which is on the main street and you'll know that it's popular as soon as you get there just because there's always a sign
0: up. yeah I would recommend getting the coffee bear first thing in the morning even maybe 15 minutes before they open especially on race day or yeah you uh... oh yeah yeah
1: and oh my god they're peanut butter bars if you haven't had this best thing in town good well we have we
2: smash those burritos we, to we would run them out All of those <laughs> which is common <laughs> they'd run out of things there
0: there is a, there is another little gem right across the street from coffee bear and it's called the uh, shangri-la soaking pools and and for really? i think it's from the time they open from 8 a.m to 10 a.m you can get a coffee and a soak for like 14 dollars it might be eighteen dollars, but it's under twenty bucks. you can go in there, and they got three pools, and you can. So I would go get a breakfast burrito, and then I would go over to Shangri La and get my coffee, and then go sit in the soaking pool in the morning. So that's well, le- a
2: all Yeah, that, that is good for uh, if we camped. So you could always get a shower.
0: Yeah, they have great showers, so you can shower. A real resource. Yeah. No, oh, that's good. I think Silverton's got a lot to offer. Laundry mats, I mean, for people that are camping, um, and then a lot of good food. The one year, 2022, though, they did run out of a lot of a lot of things at Coffee Bear. Yeah. The the day after the race, they're like, "Yeah, we're pretty much out of everything. We've been wiped out."
2: It's a really cool atmosphere, though.
0: But it's awesome. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, let's uh let's start at the 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 start line, and then uh, we'll go from there. So. Harmony, if you want to kick off the race now, I was there for 2022, and I was at the start of 2023, but I had volunteered at Governor's Basin. So as soon as I watched the start, um, I was able to make it up to Cunningham really quick before I had to be back to get ready to go up to Governor. So if you and Ryan just want to take us from the start and get us up to Cunningham Gulch and your experience in getting there. And for
1: 2023 or 2023?
2: Let's do three. I want to hear 2023. Because that one hurts. seems like more...
3: Or both. I mean, don't we can. No, that's fine. Just, Look. You can kind of compare yeah. and contrast as we go. Yeah. To all the yeah. So... Yeah.
1: 2023. So we were a couple
2: blocks um, from the start. So you didn't have to park or oh, do anything. You just parked like, the, the house, house and walked over. No.
1: And it, almost anywhere, if you're staying in town at a hotel, you can just walk. Um... And the vibe was not good for, for, for us. Maybe it was for Ryan, but not for our family. I, we, I think we all just felt a lot of dread about what was to come. Dylan, especially, which then just rubbed off on me. And so it did not feel like the excitement and joy that we felt at the start line in 2021, but easy to get there. Dylan had a lot of family who came up for the race. And they were there. And it's always a really amazing start. Like it's just a super cool experience. And it was a beautiful morning. And then, Ryan, remind me, I think we just like you went and we went and got coffee. I probably took the dogs out quickly and then we drove up to Cunningham pretty quickly because it's what, my, my, just like mile nine and my, okay. Yep.
3: Yeah, no, I, I think have a nine point three. I think it's I think that's pretty much what you have enough time because there is a decent climb. It's not like a flat well there, there's nothing flat, flat on hard rock. rock. It's not yeah. It's not like yeah. ten miles. And so you have time to to that's the thing. As soon as the race starts, then when you go to Coffee Bear, the lines are it's too late. If you watch the race start, it's too late. Because then that the lines are already yep. crazy. So it's like, you know, you gotta pick pick and choose what you're doing there but but then you have you do have time to get over to to cunningham and th- in 2023 you are allowed to park at the aid station which was really nice in 2021 we had to take a shuttle okay um do you remember that yeah. i mean like me you and sage yeah like
1: yeah yeah yeah
3: and tyler green yeah that's like, right it, yep and uh and so we can
1: walk like, out.
3: right you're not as stressed to hurry up and get there when you mm-hmm. can park at the aid station which is which is mm-hmm. really nice because even if we had to walk like two or three tenths of a mile to the aid station from where we parked. It's still very close. And um so, I mean, yeah. And then you get there and hang for a little bit and then uh, you can see them kind of coming down. And I remember in 2021, we were standing there and I was like, Harmony, where do they come from? And you're like up there. No, they don't. That's way too steep. Like there's no <laughs> way there's a trail. Sure enough, see yeah. someone running down. You're really? like, how? How? How did they look at this and say, oh, yeah, we'll go here, there? It's, yeah, it is
1: so crazy. I will say, if you aren't racing or crewing, or even if you are crewing, I guess it would just depend on the situation. Camping at Cunningham would be so fun. Like we had a lot of friends who did that the night before, and you missed the start, but just it is such a good vibe up there. Zach Miller um, and his girlfriend had. Been up since like 2 a.m. making mm-hmm. donuts that
2: were unbelievable so it, yeah staying there would be I so if you could it t- what is, it says it's 9-3 to get there like is that road are those those aren't paved roads are those rocky like do you need it's pretty nice it's
3: pretty nice gravel like you can
2: it's not something where
3: you're driving five miles an hour it's like we're f- the next aid station's a bit of a nightmare to get to. This one is like you can cruise at, you know, twenty or thirty and it's so the road's Do you remember how going. long it
2: kinda took you to get up there? Oh. Fifteen easy. minutes it, from Silverton?
1: No, no. I think I think it's a little longer. No what I've, I know. Only,
2: in, sorry.
0: Well if, <laughs> you, if you Google it, it says it's ten miles and about fifty minutes to get up there
1: that's what I was going to say. I think we thought it was 15, but then like at the end of the day, it ends
0: up my experience like when, when I was up there last year, cause I, I ran up there and I saw Ryan and I, and, and Harmony and Dylan come through when I went to leave. I say it was probably about a 45, 50 minute drive to get there was one of the first cars up. Uh, getting out. It was like an hour and a half. Why? Because it's such a narrow road and all the traffic trying to get, get out of
3: there. But, it's twenty minutes on yeah. Google. I think. Okay. I think uh, if you look at Google, it wants to reroute you right now, maybe because one of those roads is closed for winter or something. Yeah. But it's yeah. it's uh it's yeah. six point six miles. Twenty. I
0: don't what,
1: know why I thought it longer, but it, yeah, it's definitely not as I'm probably thinking.
0: You think the uh, next? Okay, one, maybe. Okay. The next. So one. yeah, Cunningham. Do you say he's not not too not too bad to get to as long as as you could park there? Was was the shuttle pretty crowded the year twenty twenty one?
3: Yeah, but I don't but... know if they're going to go back to that. I think they kind of figured out how to park cars because it, it's a just a long, nice gravel road that goes all the way back, and there's plenty of parking. And, and originally, you'd have to park, and then the bus would drive you, like, two miles, okay. and it was just, like, a nightmare because as soon as runners went through, the line to get back on the shuttle was forever long.
1: So we hiked out with all of the gear, which was yeah. not that fun yeah. in 2021, so...
2: Yeah, so driving was easy. This year, when you got there, was it, like, open space? I mean, parking was fine. Were you just parking on the street? Could you, like, set up shop next to your car, or did you have to kind of truck in? I think someone was
1: telling us where to park. Like, they had people, like, volunteers that had it pretty figured out, so they told us where to park, and no, we couldn't really set up where we parked by the time we got there. There's so many people who camp there the night yeah. of the race. That they're kind of in the spaces closest to where the runners come through, but it's super easy. It was
2: like a quick walk to set up. Yeah, you know, like it's yeah, like very, very. all set up there. Mad chaos and okay.
1: No, I didn't think it was chaotic at all. And actually, even leaving, like they it didn't yeah. feel it was fine. Yeah, and it's also
3: important to note that this race is like 150 people. Yeah, like, it's not yeah. It's, exactly. <laughs> it's
2: not like 800 like some of those races. <laughs> okay yeah all right well that i mean that's good i mean is there anything that you guys think that people should know about this one aside from what we've already spoke about i mean it there's nothing lu- you're not lugging anything in there's no like backpacks or wagons needed or i mean is there shade or anything like that up it, there you I mean,
3: it's it, you're in the shade because the sun's not high it enough just yet in. um because the mountains you're just in you're in a gulch between two yeah. 13, foot peaks and you're around you're around ten thousand feet so yeah it's even if the day like the day got hot it was in the upper 80s but we were in puffies because it's like you know 50 degrees at that mm-hmm. point or something um i do think it's worth noting too that it's 10 miles into the race or less so typically your runner is probably not going to need that much because the next time you see him somewhere around like 44 or something like that and that's when you're gonna have to carry some stuff in. But this first one is maybe swap bottles or depending on your runner, maybe swap a vest. I don't know. But you don't, it's not like, you know, it's not like you need to probably bring too much in. And if you do, you're parked like one, very close five minute walk to the- Because what time, the,
2: what time does the race start? What time's gun off? 6 a.m. Oh, it's six. Okay.
0: Yep. And it's, it's 9.3 miles, but it's definitely, um, obviously for, for front of the pack, it's not too, they get there fairly quickly. But for mid to back of the pack, they're gonna. It's a it's a pretty steep climb, and then coming down steep too. So it's gonna be a little bit of a a jaunt for those.
1: I think they came through like at like seven forty-five forty oh. five or some fifty, yeah. both like the leaders somewhere around there. So yeah, it's early. I don't know what cutoff is, but still not crazy late.
3: In twenty twenty two, I paced this section in reverse. And so i did i did the descent into cunningham but i did the climb out of cunningham to top a little giant and then down to silverton and it's just it's relentless i mean i was with i faced about 20 miles of the race and this was you know somewhere around yeah 90 ish I, I don't remember and you know my runner had already had like thirty thousand feet of climbing on his legs and it's it's hard it's slow and you're also each step is getting higher and higher up you peak at 13 13 three or something like that 13 one i don't know and so it's like every step's also hard because you've done 30,000 feet of climbing or 32,000 or whatever but you're also getting up to 13,000 feet um above sea level so the air is pretty thin and it's 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 wild because as you're going up you're like okay i I see how they made this but if you're standing in the gulch you just look up there be like yep that you can't build a trail up there. We'll move on. We'll find something else. But they did.
2: Okay. So for the crew standing there at mile nine, almost ten. Don't be alarmed when your runner looks a little disheveled from the climb they just did. It's everyone, Everything's gonna be fine. Let's just get that out of the way. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Okay. All right. So don't be alarmed. That's good to know. Okay. So then we move on. To... So
0: so leaving Cunningham now. Sure. The next one in this in this yeah Sherman in this direction, and it
3: it can be a. We've never been to Sherman. Oh, yeah, I've never been. We've always skipped it and gone okay. to it, 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 uh, Grouse Gulch, which is now yep. called Animus. Um, just because of the drive to Sherman, as you know, for volunteering there, the drive is, you know, it's no, no walk in the park. And then you have to pretty much pick yep. one or the other. I think there's some, depending on your runner's pace, you could do both. but. Um. Yeah, we've we just we just skipped that one, and and I, both years actually, yeah both years, and then even the year when it went the other direction, 2022, we didn't go out there. So,
1: and I think to get to Sherman, it's definitely a G hundred percent, right?
3: Yep,
0: it's uh, it can be. Well, you either got a long drive, about 150 miles and four four plus hours, to loop back around through. I think you go back through Uray and come up through Lake City that way. Or you can go over over Animus, four wheel drive, it's twenty something miles, but like you said, Harmony, it's it's a it's a Jeep just a Jeep trail. And if you don't that, that's, I mean,
3: what's that? Is that cinnamon? I believe correct. That you it back. Is. Well that's like that's what people build their vacations off of is like renting a Jeep or like some overland vehicle and they drive that road and it's very slowly and stop and take photos and they're driving two miles an hour. So typically that's not how you want to spend your crewing when you're already stressed a little bit about getting from point to point. Oh, if you know, if you get like a flat wire up at cinnamon pass.
0: And cinnamon, cinnamon is from in, in the counterclockwise it's from Sherman to animus. So from Cunningham to Sherman, there's a, it's County road two and there's, Looks like Hard Rock put a little staging area like a parking area for people to get into to Animus Forks but I think you can also yeah I guess you have to go over cinnamon as well that's bi-directional for sure so cinnamon's right there
3: I think I think if you have just one crew the and and we're going counterclockwise or actually any direction I think it's worth just doing Animus and Cunningham. And don't add that stress. Like have your have your runner have a drop bag at Sherman and and save stress on everyone. Your runner doesn't have to worry about if you made it out there over Cinnamon Path mm-hmm. or if you fell 5,000 feet off a cliff driving. And, and then you don't have to worry about, am I going to get there in time or am I just going to miss my runner and then miss my runner at the next one because I try to get out here. Make it easy on everybody and just have a plan to have a drop bag at Sherman.
0: Yeah, that makes perfect sense because that is quite a bit of a drive to get around to there. Yeah, it looks like the crew staging area for the Animus Forks this year was the old Grouse Gulch crew location. I believe cuz Animus Fork is further up County Road 2 from Cunningham.
1: It it was at Animus Forks. The this year. The crew. But in 20 but in 2021 it was the the crew staging area was different.
3: Yeah, 2021 was the last year where they did the aid station at Grouse. and then 22 and 23. Since then, they've done um, Animus Forks.
0: So, getting getting to Animus Fork from from Cunningham's pretty simple.
3: It, it, yeah, but yeah, in theory. Gone. But the road is, the road is like you're not, like you're not going fat. You have to have high clearance because. It's a it's a very rocky mm-hmm. road, and it's it, you could you'll bottom out if you don't have high clearance. It's a lot of like, and it's single. You know, it's it's enough for like one car, and occasionally there's spots where you can pull over, and there's a lot of four by four traffic too, where you just kind of got to let them zip by and stuff. And but yeah, no, like, it, hard, we, you've driven not, out there multiple times.
1: <clears throat> yeah, and Dylan actually blew a tire out this year going up there to train like a couple weeks before the race. So it is.
2: Is this the
0: uh, road from Correct. Yes. The trailhead oh, from Grouse Gulch up yeah. that takes you up from here. Correct. correct. Right? Yep. Oh,
2: yeah. Okay. Yep. Yep.
0: No. Funny story in 2022, 2022 we were spectating and um, we drove up to that Grouse Gulch where they head up towards Handy's Peak. And I was following Killian's, uh, the CEO of Normal. She was there. She was in a Honda Civic. <laughs> I was in a Subaru Outback and she beat me by like 20 minutes to that aid station. She didn't care. She didn't care. Rental car, I'm going. She thought she was going to miss Killian coming through so she
3: just... Even Honestly, even yesterday I was driving a, a trail here in Washington, a trailhead and I'm like, thank God, a Toyota SUV. And I get to trailhead and there's a Prius. I'm like, how the heck did it's they amazing. get here? <laughs> it's like...
0: These things come with a skid plate
2: yeah so i mean that is a note for all those drivers driving coming to animus i mean that road is like you're bouncing back and forth you're you're go you're like bouldering on some of those passes and it's not very wide there's some spots that are super narrow and you're going to be passing with atvs and side by sides who are just blazing that trail yeah. so um just take it slow. They'll go around you. It's pretty common knowledge to just move out of the way and just wait and let them pass. But um, it may look like a short distance, but it'll take you it'll take you some time because you're probably going six, seven miles an hour. Yeah. Getting over some of those boulders, I should say. Those those rocks. I
3: I will say too, if you if you have the opportunity, uh depending on you like if you're part of a crew and you're not the main crew person, if you have the opportunity to kind of go up the trail at Grouse Gulch and go up to American Basin. It's like two miles, a um, couple thousand feet of climbing. It's American, like the top of American Basin, or before you go down to American wow. Basin, it's 13,000 feet and you have a really cool view yep. of Handy's Peak. And the whole way up from Grouse to the top of that like pass is like you're in a, a field kind of like and there are mountains above you and you're kind of just like, Kind of going along, you're like, wait a minute, am I? I'm at like 12,500 feet in a grassy mm-hmm. meadow, and there's mountains around me. How tall are these mountains? Um, but then you get up to the top, and you can see, um, there's a handful of us. That's where uh, I took photos and video last year, um, of them coming off handies. So, 2024 you would see them going towards Handys coming up and over. But it's a cool, it's a cool spot. Um, it's not easy to get up to, but it is not a technical trail. It's just the only reason it's not easy is because it's steep at, el- yep. at altitude. But that's um, yep. a cool spot. But if you have to, you can't do both. So if you need to crew your runner, you got to stick around. Gotcha. and um, You yeah. do that.
1: Did you take Dylan's to shorts?
3: I did. <laughs> yeah, they were like in shorts. And just oh, all the, and yeah. And yeah, like Birkin sassy shorts to the top. It was cool. There's, you know, there's still snow up there last year. And, um, yeah, I had some pretty cool shots from across the Wait, way. And- he made
2: it all the way up in his, in his, in his shorts in his and his Birkin's.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Jason. Well, it's
2: kind of like pulling up to the parking lot and you're like, how did Prius get up here? And then you see people like getting to the hot. Yeah, exactly. And, like, he's the, the Prius. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> he totally is. How did you get here? <laughs> Um but yeah,
3: Harmony crewed at Animus while I went up to shoot. Um and yeah, Harmony, do you want to tell that that part of the story?
1: Um yeah, the location of Animus for crewing purposes besides the longer drive is definitely better. Like it was pretty easy place to crew. But that's when Dylan started feeling really badly. And I had just, I'd had so much dread already. And then like seeing him there, I was like, okay, this is going to be a total slog. Like that's where it was a very clear things were not like nothing was turning around. And of course people are like, it's like still early, whatever. It's like, Mm-mm. like he looked so bad, but crewing there. Yeah. It was, it was a great aid station. Um, easy to park. Um, there's a big parking lot up at the kind of ghost town there. Um, so and and they do like a loop where you just drive one way to get out of there. So yeah, not no like nothing major to share about it really. Um, he didn't eat or drink anything from the aid station. We just kind of brought all of our own stuff, but there was place to just crew on the tailgate of the truck. So and we yeah, you don't have to carry anything
3: because he needed shade at that point.
1: Yeah, there was shade. That's right. It was already hot. You're up super high. I think I even got sunburned in the like brief time I was sitting outside there. Like it was really, really hot. And yeah, you're hot. So is this the lead station but, Yeah, you shared
2: the tailgate of your truck with?
1: Okay. It is. I
2: mean, yes. Yeah. Photo. I think that was on the yeah. live stream or something. It yeah. like a photo. Yep. lady just sitting here, yeah. not even like interested in this runner. I'm like, that's not her runner. She's just sharing the shade. <laughs> I think it might have been the. First. Yeah. 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 That's
1: right. Our shade. Yeah, we, we, yeah. The shade became a thing. Oh, for sure.
3: Because it was. Especially. Yeah. Well, also, let's just be honest. If you're listening to this podcast, you or your runner is getting there in the dark. You're not going to get there in the heat of the day. That's like Dylan Bowman's and a few select others at that point, you know, so that is also worth noting. But one thing, too, I wanted to say was, Harmony, do you want to compare and contrast when Dylan came through at mile 10 at Cunningham year one versus year two?
1: Yeah, Cunningham or Grouse.
3: yeah, the F- Cunningham because like remember like yeah, his energy and stuff.
1: Totally, um, yeah, and this was really the whole day. But when he came into Cunningham, which is kind of rewinding a second thought, first one at mile nine point three that we were talking about before in twenty twenty one, like huge grin on his face and just like overflowing with joy, and he looked super solid, like. Came through really quickly. I think we switched bottles of flasks or something. And and then he was out. And this year, he just looked miserable. Like, he did not look like he wanted to be out there. Like, legitimate frown on his face. Not happy at all. And probably, I think, came through at the same split. And we can get to this later, but he didn't want to know his splits in 2023. So... I only know that because someone who I was with said that they came through around the same time. So he was going the same pace, but he just looked awful. And that definitely continued to kind of grouse animus where in 2021, he looked and amazing and was like, yeah, I feel so good. And I think he came through right with Francois and was like, you know, felt confident he could stay with him or catch him. And, this year, I was like, OK, well, if you make it to the next station, the next aid station will be lucky. Like, don't look good. So, And it just felt like a heavy weight, like slogging in, like that ener- energy of like. Sure,
2: well, you head- can feel it for a runner. It, I mean, as a crew member, you always want to take that first initial, like, look at your run and you're like, how are we doing? You know, you kind of take that on yourself. Like, what am I getting into? when they sit down kind of thing. You take on that energy yeah. for sure. And you can feel it without even having to say anything. So,
1: Yeah. And the the heat, I mean, there were so many factors that played into why this year went the way it did. But I knew when I was so hot up at Animus waiting, I knew it wasn't a good thing because Dylan struggles in heat. And um, I don't know if he's talked about it on the podcast before. I'm sure it's been mentioned before. But in probably 2016... He had a severe heat stroke during a very, like, a short local oh, wow. race. Ended up in the, like, ICU. Ter- it was, like, an awful experience. But they basically were like, once something like that happens to you, heat always affects cool. you more the rest of your okay. life,
0: usually.
3: Interesting.
1: So he basically had, like, a what they call an internal heat stroke, whereas, like, your internal temperature is... Uh, what rises your, your body temperature internally increases versus like, it doesn't even matter what the external temperature is. It's from well, exercise. Whereas like mm-hmm. an externally generated heat stroke is like when the outside temperature is so hot. But anyways, when the outside temperature gets hot, it affects him more now. So I was like, Oh God, I, I was like really, really worried
2: about that. Sure. when I got So
0: yeah. And I'll attest to the heat. Mm. I was at governor's and it was, it was roasting. It was hot. And
2: ever- you're just standing.
0: Yeah. And we're just standing. It was hot.
1: Exactly. But I kind of knew like once that heat once he came into Animus and was like you could tell the heat was affecting him, people were like, he can, you know, turn around. I was like, like I was pretty false. There's no way he can
3: (laughs) for (laughs) shit. Yeah, just to kind of echo what Harmony said, you know, the first one he came through in twenty twenty one, like best day ever, smiles. And then yeah, twenty twenty three kind of left and just was you could tell he just was like stressed or anxious or something and just didn't have a good vibe. And and then I ran like a tiny bit with him um coming down from like the American basin into Grouse and then I ran ahead. I just didn't want to like I don't know how much as, as a media I was allowed to run. So I just ran with him for like thirty seconds. And then I was like, oh, I can tell he's and if I if me can run faster to Animus. From, from Grouse on the road, then Dylan, then he's hurting. Even in the middle of the race, he should always be able to. So I kind of got got to Animus a little bit before him and took just so I was like far enough away where I didn't get him in trouble to run with him. And uh, yeah, the vibe was just like, yeah. It's hard because you have the 2021 experience to compare it to where it was just like, sure. best day ever, we're all having so much fun. This is so fun. <laughs> Absolutely. To just like, yeah. And then you, you feel, you just like, yeah, I mean, I can't imagine how Harmony felt, but me as just a friend, I was like, I just want to give him a hug and just be like, dude, you don't have to do this, but... Yeah, for sure. You know he do it, even if he doesn't want to do it. It's like a complex... We're in it. Anyway.
2: So
0: so Harmony, how are you feeling at, at Animus by this time? So you're you're 45 miles into it for Dylan. And how how are you feeling? I mean, it's hot. Do you... Things like that.
1: Yeah, not good. I was uh, like... I'm normally super supportive at these things and was just like, I hope he's done it. <laughs> totally. Like, I hope he can get to your race safely and then just be done. Like, I was already just not. And,
0: and from, it. from crewing and all, this race up to this point, I mean, are you stressed at all or, or anything like that? Just from a crew's perspective, because I know, I mean, we just have to, as the runner, we just follow the trail, but you guys have the logistics of one, making sure you got all the right gear at the aid station. Like, how are you feeling at that point
1: as the. I wasn't. Yeah. I wasn't too nervous about the logistics yeah. so much as just. Wondering how the race was going to go and if he was going to feel OK and if he would finish or. Yeah, what what was going to happen? So I was really anxious about that, which is
2: not normal, but I wasn't really that concerned about so artistic. on a like a a normal say this was twenty twenty one or right twenty twenty one when he ran it, and he was happy go- lucky at this aid station for you know someone listening needing to crew the spot, you know, there's not like it's not like you're passing gas stations along your way you you need to have pretty much everything with you um up until this point, per se. like if you're needing ice, I mean, are you are, were they kind of Giving in the sense of like, here, take some ice if you need to put them in packs or anything like that. Or did you kind of haul that in yourself in that in that sense? I brought everything. And I actually I always do that just in
1: case he doesn't want anything from the aid station. And it's pretty unusual that he takes something from the aid station. So I brought everything. That's a good point. I think they ran out of ice in town. I definitely got a little bit maybe the day before and had it in a cooler. Um and brought, yeah, brought it all with. Because as you said, so, I would definitely recommend filling up on gas and bringing you what you need. In 2021, definitely did not have ice with me, so that wasn't even. Ex- so grab your ice the night before
2: or after the starting.
1: Yeah, I mean, I would think almost 90, unless things are really changing mm-hmm. faster than you think. I would think that you won't need yeah. ice most years here. Like this was okay. abnormally hot. And it was, I, I remember wearing a puffy jacket in the middle of the afternoon in 2021. And that's more normal. Um, this was like, it was like hotter than Western states.
2: Yeah, yeah, that was a hot.
3: Yeah, and we didn't we didn't get the afternoon thunderstorm. Like in 2021, there was a thunderstorm on Handys yep. and he got soaked. Yeah, And there was no, there were like no clouds. No. Sure. No. Yeah, that whole.
1: So the ice is like, yeah, you probably wouldn't need it, but I guess like play it, you know. Attention to the forecast and get it the day before if you do
0: for sure. All right, well, moving on. So, then from from Animus, did you make to your A, right? Yep, okay. So, yeah, take us from Animus over to your A. Yeah, how's that?
3: Different? Um, well, yeah, you go out the same way you came in, yeah, you go back over. So, which is worth noting, it says on Google it's like 35 minutes to get to Animus. In reality, I think it's like closer to an hour not necessarily because of the road, but it's also like race day traffic and it's a Saturday. Mm-hmm. So you have like a lot of like Jeeps and that kind of thing out there. And you have to pull over to the side. I'm sure if it was like a Tuesday and there was no traffic, you could even with the road condition, get there in 35 minutes. So, um, this is, you know, what are we, what was it? Mile 44. Is that Animus? Correct. you is what? So. Thick? Yeah. D 56.
1: Fifty-six points.
3: So you pretty much have to go straight there. Um, you do have time where where you're waiting there, but it's not like you want to go chill somewhere in between. And um, so, actually, kind of, I want Harmony. Why don't you talk about the road from Silverton to Uray? <laughs>
1: yeah, I am uh, like <laughs> terrified of driving along steep roads and. I will, most of the pass, so it's what, Red Mountain Pass between Silverton and Ure is totally fine, and it's so beautiful, but there's this one section, I think I timed it, it's like 90 seconds, That is so awful, and I hate it, I hate it so much, and I, but I can't let anyone else drive, like, that's way worse for me, so I'm like, I have to drive, my hands are sweating, I can't speak I can't music off. and it's. When you're going to Ure, it's kind of okay because you're on the side of the road you want to be on. So probably the trauma inflicted on Ryan is more relevant in the middle of the night on the way back. But I will say when we can get to that in when we're talking about that part of the race. But yeah, it's not super fun. And you definitely don't need a four-wheel drive. It's a paved road, but... There's like a small section where you're like, You've got to be kidding me. I just and even Dylan, who like does not care about this stuff, is like, eh, it's a little weird. There isn't like a railing there or like whatever. Um, but yeah, just be prepared for that when you're going down Red Mountain Pass at the dollar. This is yeah. where the road so much by fifty. Yeah. Exactly. You're like, wait a second, is that the like pavement that's just like overhanging yeah. nothing on the mm-hmm. side? So, anyways. It's fine on the direction from, relatively, on the direction from Silverton to Ure. It's just not as fun in the middle of the night when you're coming back from Telluride, which we can talk about
2: right. after. But Ryan Ryan and I That's have had some vibes over them. I've done that solo by myself during the Ure one. I had to do that multiple <laughs> times by myself. So, yes, you just kind of hug that middle line. And hope no one's coming down because I just straddle that middle line going up. Like I'm going to stay as far over us. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, totally.
3: So if I'm so, if... I was just going to say, yeah, yeah. really, only the last little bit going into your ray, like Harmony said. It's that one. The thing whole red might
0: have to down where The road I mean, takes you to engineers. Yeah, and it's that.
1: Yep. Exactly.
3: So, it's right around um, there. Yep. Hug the side of the road. Pray what. It, to whatever deity you believe in and um pope like once you're in your once you're in your ray that's a but great yeah. spot to like fuel yourself there's plenty of yep. food options um you could it's, you know you can get gas yeah there's the hot springs pool um so it's and the aid station's a nice little outdoor hangout area kind of by the hot springs pool along the river and um
2: yeah, this is Felon Park, right? Yeah, it's
3: a nice, yep. it's a nice place to kind of regroup. You get to see see more people because more more people. It's a, like a major aid station. If if you think of like Telluride's a major, Ura is a major, and then the other ones are aren't as busy.
2: As, as yeah, big. and this is these are parking lots. Yeah, like, Ura. This, this is parking lots. You're fine. You're sharing it with the hot the the Yuri Hot Springs but mm-hmm. um I don't know how crowded it was for for Hard Rock I mean was was parking sparse I mean did you have time for you know so it's kind of
1: weird so in 2021 it was we I parked on the side of the kind of highway that goes through town like right outside of town and a not ideal place but they they block off the Hot Springs parking lot and don't allow you to park in there and they were like you're if you park there you're you can oh, just wow. identify your runner. So I parked, yeah, they were, like, very serious about it. And I I think that was still the case this year. But we found some, like, side road and the other back side of town that we parked in. It was, like, pretty easy. And there were, like, a decent amount of spots there. I don't remember what that road was called. But it definitely is worth leaving Animus and going straight to Ure to just, like, figure out your parking. And then you can, if you have a ton of time, just walk into town and get yeah. food. Yeah. Um, but yeah, parking was more challenging in twenty twenty one, but not a huge deal this year. Yeah,
2: that's a that's a like kind of a crewing dream that space because you have all that space. You mm-hmm. can bring dogs out there. You got that whole baseball field to oh, play yeah. with. So it's a great place to sleep for a while. <laughs> <laughs> the year 8100, one hundred, we fell asleep at totally because <laughs> that's your last stop, and the sprinklers came on at like two a.m. and we were all in the field sleeping. <laughs> And we all just got soaked and we all just jumped right up and so yeah. note to self when you're if your runner's still there at two AM <laughs> I don't know if they are, but yeah, you know, <laughs> they are just note to self. Anyways, it's a nice spot to crew. You like like Carmen said, you can walk up and get food and there's a ton of restaurants, pizza, sandwich
0: right there on Main Street in Ura.
2: And there's eat like, you know, if you need gear there's like a mountaineering or like a sports shop up there mm-hmm. if your runner needs sunglasses or something broke or anything along those lines so that's good to know yeah all right so that drive was it was okay going that way is okay just, but it, we'll get to this Hillary's on the way past just, we're, we're veterans now at how to drive it but for those new people just be patient just be patient it's,
0: any anything special or that you found unique about Uré in general, or any tips about
2: that aid station? You guys just hung out. You didn't like hike or anything like by that time.
1: No, no, yeah, we, we didn't have enough time for that. I feel like you still came into Uré when, like, probably twenty minutes uh, after we got there, right, Ryan? Like, it wasn't a t-
0: yeah. Because from Animus, I mean, it's a it's a net downhill into Uré, correct for the runner.
1: Yeah, they have a big downhill right before they see you on what Bear Creek Trail, I think is what. Yeah, okay, I think that's what it's called. Cool.
0: So from from A, your next would be Telluride, and so talk us through leaving Ure and getting over to Telluride, because I know I saw Dylan at at Governor him and Topher, and that was a special moment for me. I just I respect Dylan and and think very highly of him and and what. It was, it was a smile on my face to see him come through. I know he didn't look the happiest, but he was getting it done. So,
3: yeah,
1: oh. yeah. Uh, well, I'll just saying, not, like you, they, you go ahead.
3: Going, you know, counterclockwise, they've run from your ray, the low point on the course, all the way up to like a little over thirteen, mm-hmm. um, to Kroger's canteen. And so, which is like 10 or 11 miles or something, 11, 12 miles, something like that. And so you have time, but the thing is, is like, it's also a journey to drive to tell you ride. It's not, it's not a crazy journey. I mean, as far as like, uh, scary roads or something, but it's getting to the point, depending on your runners, it's getting dark at this point Okay, or it is dark, or maybe the sun's come up, you know? Along these roads, once it starts to get like a little bit dark, like dusk, the animals just come out like crazy. And so, driving from ray to Telluride for us, we still did it in the day. Um, and so that's really nice. Um, and then, yeah, but it
1: was getting dark, like it was dusk.
3: Yeah. And then, um, but Telluride is another place where I feel like the two times you feel like civilization exists is uray and telluride and outside of that uh-huh. it doesn't exist in the race um yep. so you go from uray to telluride um where you can also get a bite to eat or fill with gas if you need to and then um so it's but it's it is what it's like an hour or something hour and a half
2: unpaved roads, I mean, those are nice roads yeah it's yeah. A paved
3: roads being able to go way out of the way to get there around the mountains mm-hmm. and sure. uh it's very beautiful it's um, and yeah, and then the Telluride Aid Station is kind of a big, big party. There's a ton of people there. Um, so it's kind of fun to hang out, um, depending on if you're stressed or anxious or not. But, um, it's very easy How to get to.
2: Have when he, by the time you guys got.
3: Oh, we had loads uh, of
2: time.
1: So much time. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, we didn't. Oh my God. The wheels really
1: came off the bus for us in. Okay. Array and my anxiety was at an all-time high and that drive was truly heinous like when i get really anxious i listen to songs off repeat. <laughs> <pee-pee. laughs> so when i like when i travel like even if i'm sometimes on like a long international flight i'll listen to one song the whole time on repeat because i just get mm-hmm. a little bit anxious and it's the one thing that soothes me and ryan was such a good sport about it i think i might have had like a couple songs on repeat but when we're pulling into Telluride, we've been driving for like an hour, and he's like, "Harmony, what is this song that we've been listening to? This not really left here." He's like, "What is this?" And I like didn't even really like process that it. it had just been. i had been like every time it would end, I would like like uh, back to listen. Harmony, what song was it? And um, I think it was. I can't remember what it's called. It's literally a song from Pirates of oh. Caribbean, sure. and. I It was very, very, it was like kind of pump up, but kind of soothing, like instrumental music. Okay. Anyways, that ride was not fun. Like I wanted him to drop so badly in Ure this year and was so anxious that he was going to, but I was also convinced he was going to drop in Telluride. So I was like, let's just get there. But I, I was just feeling terrible about it. And Kim Gaylord, a good friend of ours, whose husband, Topher Gaylord, was pacing Dylan and mm-hmm. super good in the mountains and had paced him in 2021 as well. She's like, you know, Topher's paying attention. Like, I think the aid station person in Ure had said, like, he he fell and bumped his head before getting into Ure. And they had said to Topher, like, you need to watch to see if he has any symptoms of a concussion and, like, So Kim was like, Topher knows to, like, pay attention. Like, he's not going to let him die out there. And I was like, okay, this is just, like, my full nightmare status. So that drive wasn't that fun for us. And it was dark by Mm -hmm. the time we got there. But but Telluride can be really fun. Like, in 2021, that was so fun. And, yeah, wonderful. (laughs) Yeah. So it really depends on how your runner's doing and what
2: the vibe. But you're, you're speaking to, like, the whole community of this running club like you're you're gonna have all those emotions like you're gonna have people that listen to this podcast and be like oh no we had a great time and then there's other people that would be like oh my i hated that drive i hated that section so i mean there's i mean there's no there's no shame for anything that you say all the crew goes through all these emotions like the runner is struggling we take on that like stress of like the unknown so it's so common for us to be like oh, okay i'll see you at the next one i have no idea when you're gonna be there but just get there And it's nice because he had Topher and Topher, I mean, I don't know him, but just watching some of these videos, like I would, if, if it was one person to have my next to my husband, I would want Topher. (laughs) So, I mean, granted he was in great hands. So,
0: yeah. And they came into governor's Topher, big smile on his face and Dylan, Dylan looked a little, I mean, that's, that's a long, and it's a, it's a road from Uray all the way up.
3: And it was, it's it's pretty steep. Um, so this year, this year, honestly, what, what let Dylan finish to Harmony's demise was we didn't go to, we didn't go to Chapman aid station where he would have 100% gotten in the car with us and left instead uh-huh. w- it was, it was just going to, it was too much because by the time he left Telluride, it was like 11 something. And we would have been up all night driving to Ophir and then driving like the world's most deadly highway. Um, uh-huh. Back to Silverton and literally not sleeping. Um, and Red Mountain Pass in the middle of the night is a petting zoo. We've seen moose, yeah. elk, yep, coyotes, deer, <laughs> raccoons, everything. Sasquatch. Sasquatch. Yep. Oh no. <laughs> so, um, so 2023 we left Telluride um, and just went went the long ride home. In 2021 we drove because he left. Like barely it was barely dark. Um, so then okay. we drove to Ophir, parked and did the little two mile hike to to the Chapman aid station, which I've never seen during the day. I don't know what it looks like, but at night it's like you see headlamps and then you're like, Okay, it'll be like twenty five minutes till they're down here because you can see the headlamps so far
2: away.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and we don't have to touch base on this long, but for people who do go to Chapman, um
0: Is that is that walk? I mean, is it you said two
2: miles
3: two miles? Two mile walk. Yeah, right. is that right?
1: I think it might be a mile in and a mile out, something like that. Maybe it was a little longer. They, they'd moved where the aid station is this year, so it might be a little further now. So you're lugging. So you might be right. I'm lugging stuff. Okay. okay.
3: Yeah, right. it does look like a okay. mile each way. And it was in
1: 2021. And I will say, though, like, we had puffy coats, okay. and I was still really cold when we were up. Like, definitely mm-hmm. bring close because it's the middle of the night or I guess depending on when you're there. Well, I only
2: ask that for <laughs> it's like I mean, you guys are front of the pack where, you know, your runner probably is fine to be out on his own for a while. But you think of those people that are in the back and they need every help they can get mm-hmm. and they need to be eyes on them every chance they can, you know, cheering them in and holding their hand, hopefully or not. But um just to kind of give someone a visual of, you know, it's nice to touch base and let people know that if you do go to Chapman, it is a little bit of a haul. So be ready to lug things in
0: yeah is the the walk-in from chapman is it something that you would backpack in with or you know you've seen some some people show up with like the the carts that they're they're pulling in is it is it it a wagonable i think
3: honestly you probably could but because i think it's like mostly forest road i know it's not you're not like hiking up up anything crazy Uh, but i don't remember if it's like I think most of it is is like an actual like forest red. I just don't remember if it's like really rutted out or not, but I know it was an easy walk because we walked, um, okay. just chatted the whole time and then walked back and it wasn't. But you can't park. If you look at Gaia or you look at Google Maps or something where it says Overpass Pass Trailhead in Ofer, you can't park right at the trailhead. Um, I don't know if it's due to the houses or what, or if it's just the race. So you kind of park closer to where it actually says Ofer. And then, so it is a little bit longer than a mile to get there, um, each way, but, um, it is, I thought it was an easy drive. I don't think it was, it was anything like crazy. And, um, okay. it, it, it is something to be said too, for like the year I, I crewed a mid packer, you have so much more time between aid stations that you can like, especially if you're runner you know, you want to see your runner as many times as possible. It's not stressful to go to these. Like if you're crewing freaking Dylan or Francois, you know, it's stressful because like they're just superhumans. Whereas like if you're crewing a midpacker, like if I was running the race, my crew would have all the time in the world to get to wherever they want to go. And uh and it's all good. And you and you wanna go and see them and you can still get sleep in between. But when you're crewing a front yeah. Packer like like Dylan, you just don't have time to sleep, or if you do, it's like twenty minutes. I feel like in twenty twenty one, Harmony let me sleep for like thirty minutes, which is probably worse than not sleeping because it's so hard to wake up. Yep. Um but anyways, so uh yeah, we went to Ofer in twenty twenty one. We did not in um in uh, twenty twenty three, but the drive back was still treacherous, both both years okay interesting
2: do you think Ofer is worth it for it for yes going at all yes okay yeah
3: it's uh because i mean mean, it too it's like what what else are we gonna do the point of being out there is is you know you can you can There's a lot of cool little things along the way too. So if you're like, all right, well, if, if you're crewing a mid or back of the Packer and you have time, you could be like, let's go to Ofer and maybe we can like do one of the hikes around there while we're waiting or, or there's for sure. It's just like a, it's a cool, cool spot. Um, it's unique. And then, um, what's the one, what's the other one you can go to that's kind of by like ice lakes where you have to hike up. It's like the last aid you can go to. KT or Putnam? i think it's kt right yeah so rich rich based dylan from telluride rich lockwood good buddy of mine seattle guy he paced uh amazing amazing, honor. amazing amazing runner he paced dylan from telluride to the finish and after the okay. finish um i drove him back to kt and he went and paced a buddy from there to the finish So he did like 50 yep. miles between the two pacing the two guys um so that's the only time I've ever been to that aid station, which was just to drop Rich off real quick. But that's one um, that Harmony and I skipped. But um, there is a little spot where Harmony Harmony uh, took us both years by the river, right?
1: Exactly.
3: And,
0: well, that's, that's the crossing right there of 550, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um, you Oh, you can get there and just see everybody come across the river, or yeah it's it's right before they head up, up to the uh trail that takes you by the Miner's shrine, I think is yes, yeah. and then down through back down through silverton and and into the finish there, so
2: there's a lot of video on this, on this
3: race, so people can visually mm-hmm. see that too, so it is two point three miles from the river crossing to the finish. To the finish. Oh, that's, Wait, that's no, right. that was it. Guy took it took me on the road. It is two point three eight.
1: I thought it was less than that. Like I thought on the trail, it was like a mile.
3: You yeah, right uh, it, don't, it goes quick because there's not a ton of climbing. It's it's, it's not undulating for sure, but um, undulating at ninety five hundred feet too. So it is mm-hmm. what it is. Yeah, at sure. the end of a hundred mile race.
0: <laughs> so you guys. So let's let's. Yeah, let's get back to so from Telluride. You guys went straight to to the finish. Uh, or you went I home.
1: Went home and slept. Uh, okay. Yeah, we didn't because uh, yeah. And then Ryan slept. I okay. was, like was up the whole night worrying. Um, but yeah, the finish wasn't until like many hours yeah. later. So we probably had like twelve hours before, like between. Yeah. Well, he okay. ridden when we yeah. saw him at the finish. Um, we In 2021, we did go straight to the finish, so it could be
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know, okay. what you have to do.
0: And would you ever recommend... I mean, obviously, for a middle or back a pack, you would
3: recommend going to Chapman and being able to crew your runner there? I think, yeah, if you have the time. The, the other side... Like, if you're going the other direction, like this year, uh, goes... Clockwise, you depending on mm-hmm. what your runner needs, like that, um, KT or whatever the first one you can go to is. If they don't need anything there, um, you could either go to Ofer or Telluride, which the first time I saw David in 2022 was Telluride, but you can go out okay. to, um, like and go to South Mineral Campground and go up to Ice Lake and island lake and so you can basically see them come through um pretty early on in the race and and it's a nice way to if you're not going to need to see them until tell your ride then you can go out for like a morning hike or a run and go see them up at you know island lake and it's a cool way to to spectate you can't can't crew your runner there unless you want to dq them um yep so so it is it is like in the same way um that you have time between Chapman and Animus going the counterclockwise way. A lot, I feel like a lot of people crew going um, clockwise the first time they see the runners at Telluride. Um, But again, it just, it depends on your runner's needs and it depends, you know, cause er- earlier on like Ofer is a lot earlier on, obviously going clockwise. And so your sure. like mile 28. And so if yeah. they can do a drop bag at, at Chapman and uh, you know, maybe then you don't need to see them. I kind of feel like Chapman is the Sherman going the, they're very similar. Oh, that makes sense. And so that's a good, those are good aid stations to kind of, to have, um, a, a drop bag at, and then if your runner's moving slow enough and and they will, you know, they want, or you want to go, or they want you to go, then you have time. But, um, yeah.
2: Just looking, there's. I mean, from Tallurida to Chapman, there's no aid station. It's not like the other ones, you know.
0: For sure, and that's a that's a bit of a John for the runner. All right, so let's let's round it out by getting to the finish line. So, um, yeah, give us a little bit of insight to that. What what crews can expect or spectators can expect at the finish line?
1: Oh, it, I mean, it's such a good vibe at the finish line. It's so awesome. There's so many people out there. I feel like it's yeah it was great I, there were more people when Dylan finished in 2023 than 2021 just given the kind of time of day I'm trying to remember I want to say it was like mid to late morning this year Um, but yeah it was like our vibe my vibe was probably a little bit low I was like it was just like oh, not this to be done for sure. I will, To be, like, totally honest, I wasn't even, like, happy at that time that he had finished, other than the fact that he was, like, okay. <laughs> and, like, obviously knowing that he would have been really bummed if he dropped out. But, um, yeah, I mean, there was definitely relief. in, t- But comparing it to 2021, when we were just like, this is such a special, unique, fun. Like, we're all so happy and feel good about it. It was yeah it's like he was crying baby was crying like but yeah it's a great um it's a great finish line vibe for sure and just yeah so special with the like raw
2: continuing roads for the first time all that yeah i mean there's yeah exactly there's a lot yeah i was gonna say there's that was very kind of hang your hat on with stuff. but of course
1: like i've had time to reflect and it is just a unique amazing community and there's so many silver linings like Bill, yeah. who was that uh, yeah. chapman who's just of being like all this and obviously it's such an accomplishment to push yourself when you're in a place like that and still get through it and finish. But yeah, there was so much wrapped up in like, was this even like yeah. the right decision? Like given everything else he yeah. has going on in his life. So but yeah. I mean, I can't recommend the race enough to people that get in and want to go and just even not race yeah, for sure. But yeah, no, I, I'm glad that I
0: had. Well, and I I would just like to say real quickly for, for the listeners out there on, on for us. Um, 2021 was very well documented in a YouTube video. I think by rye guy here called Peak Performance. Peak, peak liked that, that video. What's that? Life performance. Peak life. Experience. Peak life experience. What do
2: well, we Peak know? life experience, right?
0: What, what do you know? What do we know? What else you got? But I I so I I take my lunch breaks and I I always look for new YouTube videos to watch just on run, on races and I always come back to watching this one, at least once maybe twice a month. It's such a good video. It's such a good um, depiction of not only Dylan's just stud of a performance in 2021, but just the overall race in general. I mean, it's a for anybody out there that wants to take a look at Hard Rock. Yeah, check out this video. Peak life experience. It's amazing. And I'll I'll never like forget it's burned in my memory. Uh, the start of the video when Dylan Stern is coffee and he looks up and he's just like, "Let's get it done." He looked like he was going to annihilate something, yeah. and it ended up being the course that day. So that was
1: Yeah, and that's like such that was so like indicative of the difference of it like mm-hmm. he was so excited we just all oh, were so excited
2: but he did it everything's yeah. good now <laughs> now you know when it sets the vibe and yeah. getting of that start <laughs> line you're kind of like yeah all right here we go <laughs> Exactly. well all right well so the finish line it's the it's, same it's it's start it's up so it's, it's, it's just kind
0: well, and I think the finish line is is pretty lively from the time the first finisher comes through to the last finisher. Um, I was there in 2022 and saw um, Killian come through. Um, and then this year, I helped Aravipa do the golden hour I was bringing runners in. And there was just as many people throughout the entire time from the first finisher to the last. The place was just... Alive. It was pretty nice. It was pretty cool. So to wrap things up, honest um, uh, we kind of like to finish on on giving this a bit of a rating from a cruise perspective. Um from one being the easiest to ten being the most difficult, where would you rank this from from strictly a cruise perspective? Um on on this event?
2: Take your emotion out of it. <laughs>
0: Correct. One is easy, 10 being the most difficult.
1: I don't know. I feel like I would maybe say a five. Like, it's it's not that difficult. It's just that there is a lot of, I don't know, maybe it's easier than a five. I'm trying to, and I don't know, Ryan, what you think, but it's not that difficult. Like, there is no,
2: it's not that challenging. It's just that there's a lot of driving. Yeah, the things that people yeah. take into consideration. But so, good. just giving these numbers is like your drive there, your wait time. You know, if you're sitting there for an hour and a half trying to get into that aid station, if you know, lugging things to and from your car, kind of that sense. Um, mm-hmm. and that's when people
1: like I'm trying to compare it to the other other races. And like, I would consider Western states more difficult because I feel like you're rushing along There's, more There's lots of shuttles and told way more people um i don't know i would literally i would i mean maybe you give it a five because you're like at high altitude and there's a lot at night and there's definitely a lot of driving and like some of those roads aren't um super maintained but it's really the roads that are like your biggest challenge yeah i get that exactly yeah Red Mountain Pass makes it more difficult than it would
2: be <laughs> yeah. otherwise. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You're not going eighty on any of these roads really. Unless you're going from two to from race three, right? Yeah.
1: yeah.
3: Ryan, how about you? Um well, the time I actually crewed the race and wasn't shooting, so twenty twenty two is the same way it will be in twenty twenty four. And I'm gonna give it a two. And there I have some reasons. Okay. Is um I was crewing a mid packer, less stressful. I had a lot of people helping, and so I paced from I got dropped off at Maggie's Gulch, which um is in is on the drive essentially if you left Cunningham and you were going towards Grouse or Animus, Maggie Gulch is somewhere mm-hmm. there, and I ran up a few miles and there's an aid station I forget what it's called, but there maybe it's it's called Maggie's Gulch aid station and yep. That's where I picked up my runner, and that was like mile 85 or something, and I ran in with him from there. Okay. So so that day, um, we saw our runner st- at the start. We saw our runner in Telluride at like 2 p.m. or something, and then we saw our runner in Uray, and we were staying in Uray. and so right after he came through in Uray, it was like 7.30 or 8, I went to bed, and I slept. And our other crew, we had somebody pace from your Ray to Animus, and Animus to, to Maggie's gulch, and then me to the finish. So we had three pacers. So I slept while they while one pacer was running and the other one was getting shuttled and somebody swapped each other out. And then so then mm-hmm. when I could and I got dropped off at Maggie's. And so it was like very easy for me because the only aid stations I went to We're Telluride and you're Ray. Then I went to bed and then I got dropped off at Maggie's and I had my little, you know, four mile journey up to Maggie's Galtage station. And then I paced the rest of the way. So it was amazing. I got a full night's sleep. Um, I think if you were crewing with less people and whether you're the one that's driving pacers around or you're pacing and swapping keys with somebody else who's going to be pacing, then it would be maybe a little bit more difficult. But there's those are just some factors. in. I think as far as like, The driving and everything, it is a little bit annoying because it it seems like everything is really close. Like, Telluride's not that far from your A, but there's no road that that just goes there. You have to go way out and around. So there is a lot of driving in this one, but um, I think if you can find, like, enough people to jump in, because while so many people want to get into Hard Rock, it's hard to get into Hard Rock. And so if you have a buddy who's, like, you know, hey, I'm going to run this. I can have three pacers. Do you guys want to pace me? And then somebody else jump in and be crew and be an alternate pacer if something happens. Then it's like more more fun for the crew. There's more people to hang out with. And then you get to switch up with pacers and it just makes it all around easy. So it is is something if like you're someone, ah, seven years, I haven't gotten in yet. Oh, I got in this year. Then like bring everybody and just like kind of, you know, make it easy on the crew and then you get to switch up with people. So that's why I give it like a two is because of that experience. But there were times where like Harmony was crewing by herself because I got dropped off to go up to American basin Mm -hmm. to see him from hand. So she had to like pull in a little stressed out already because Dylan's having a rough day and she has to find some random people to be like, Hey, can you help me like carry this cooler over? So it's a, it's a little bit, you know, there's, and also he's, fast even when he's having an off day he's faster than like all of us yeah so yeah it is (gasps) yeah
1: ryan you did you feel too because i've heard from a lot of people that crewing maybe we said this earlier i can't remember but that crewing the clockwise direction is just way better for sleep
3: yeah because
1: like for the crews did you feel that way because
3: totally so if you had
1: someone to to
3: animus then typically someone would face animus to cunningham I wanted more miles, that's why I got dropped off at Maggie's and and went up, but you do have that option of yeah, of like a huge gap from mile um well you have like 30 34 miles or something, 35 miles where you don't see your runner and it's late in late in the race, so that that could be yeah. 10 hours or some or even longer, so. Um so yeah. But it's awesome.
2: Do you feel do you feel like it you you know like um, Katie's crew team had an A and a B crew. Do you feel like you you would need maybe for for Dylan on 2021? Did you feel like you needed an A crew team and a B crew team for this? I don't think so. Okay. Um,
3: yeah, I, I, it makes sense for a Western states where you know every little second counts, and you and the aid stations are so there's so many aid stations, and you like if you go to A, you can't go to B, and so you need to have. Sure. Th- but I don't think for this one, like you didn't feel
1: like that
2: was necessary
1: yeah and actually one of the things that makes it an easier race to crew so i don't know maybe i even go yeah that it was easier even given all the factors like he had said dylan had said before 2021 like i want to sit down and take my time at most of the aid stations so that just takes a huge level of stress off like there is no pit crew like we're trying to get you in and out as fast yes. as possible vibe which definitely adds a lot of stress to other races like western states so that or utmb um but yeah so no that that definitely didn't feel like we needed more people okay um
3: one one last thing i just wanted to say because i i know we we all got to go here but um it some things i do recommend if you are a crew and you have time to get out yourey has some really cool stuff if you i mean you could if you look at the Uray 100 course a lot of the course goes to some really cool stuff that's not on the hard rock course and then if you're staying in silverton mm-hmm. i do think velocity basin is a really cool thing that's off course or going to the end of cunningham gulch road the highland mary um lakes loop is really really cool those are three things that I mean, there's a bunch of things in the area, but those are three things that I've done um, multiple times just because it's like really, really cool to do those things that are not on the hard rock course. Awesome.
2: Yeah. we A lot of people do the Chief Uri Mine um, Trail when they're sitting around Uri and Felon Park waiting on their runner. Because it's, like you said, it's beautiful and it's not strenuous and you can get in and out. So like, that is something to do. if you're mid to backpack and you're just kind of waiting yeah. around.
0: Yeah, I just, I despise that climb. <laughs> if I run the URA 100 and uh, that one, that gets me every time. Cause it's the second to the last. It's the second to the last. You got Chief URA and then you got the Bridge of Heaven and Chief URA for some reason. Well, guys, let's, uh, yeah. Thank you guys so much for taking the time and kind of walking through the crewing hard rock. Yeah, we appreciate it so much. I know that people out there will benefit from it. Thanks for having us. So
1: Yeah, thanks yeah. for having us. Really Those
2: emotions again. And sorry for many. Yeah. But it's good to, you know, to kind of hear from the, the crew perspective on these races. Cause you always you always get those videos of the runners and you never really get to see the emotions that the the crew gets to go through. And so it's always fun to hear. And um, you know, I appreciate you kind of digging in the archives to let us relive that with you. And, you know, even if it's one or two things that people pull from this, it's still nice to, you know, listen to. And then even if they go watch, you know, Ryan's um, YouTube videos, that they kind of put things to to scenes from what we said. So, yeah. And, you know, it was longer than we expected, but we appreciate it, you guys.
0: Yeah. And thank you so much for uh, for everything you do in the community with Free Trail. Love it. <laughs> it's awesome. Oh, yeah. Thanks for having us. This was really fun. All right, well, there you have it. Thank you to Harmony and Ryan for allowing us into their Hard Rock 100 crewing adventures. It's always fun to hear what it's like from other people's perspective, especially from professional trail running crew. It may not always be perfection, but we appreciate the honesty and the emotions that played into this conversations. On a second note, take some time to go learn more about free trail. It's a great resource to have on hand. I myself joined this community about two years ago and couldn't be more impressed with the family trail running culture that it has surrounded me with. You can visit their website at freetrail.com, and I promise you will not be disappointed. Again, thank you so much for listening to this episode. We wish you all the best 2023 and look forward to a fun, adventurous 2024.